So whatever way you learn the truth about yourself and the world, it is what it is. But the ultimate agenda is for us all to come together and to focus on light and love and growth and evolution and overcoming our darkness, overcoming the faulty programs that have been passed on to us for generations, because this is a supercomputer in your mind. Your brain is a supercomputer. We just haven't figured out how to tap into its infinite power yet. Do you want to wake up feeling like you're stepping into who you're meant to be into the best possible version of you? What if I told you that the key to your best life, health, and happiness are all around you? You just have to find what works for you. I'm Hope Pedraza, and I believe that there isn't just one way to live a healthy and meaningful life, and that all you need is a little inspiration to make changes that last from the inside out. Each week, I'll be sharing tangible tips and inspirational interviews to help you on your journey. These are the steps to take to improve your life and live with purpose. This is Hopeful and Wholesome. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Hopeful and Wholesome. Today, I have on the show Carrie Schmidt, and Carrie is a certified life mastery consultant and founder and CEO of Infinite Soul Lucians, that's S-O-U-L. And we are talking today all about the science behind spirituality and what it means to really be awakened to your soul and really be empowered to move in your purpose, which is such a relevant topic since that's kind of the whole theme of this show is living with purpose. And she's going to talk about overcoming limiting beliefs and how to kind of uncover what those are. But this is such a great conversation. And I've wanted to have this conversation on the show for so long about just kind of the connection between science and spirituality and connecting the two worlds of like the woo and the science. And and Carrie says it so wonderfully. She has a new book coming out that we're also going to talk about. And she just has such a great way of explaining things and connecting these two worlds of science and spirituality. So I know you're all going to get some insightful things out of this episode. So let's jump in. All right, y'all, let's jump in. I'm here with Carrie and we are talking all about really, I guess, everything related to getting unstuck from patterns and reprogramming your subconscious and all of those fun things with psychology and neuroscience. I'm really excited for this conversation today. Thanks for joining me today, Carrie. Hope it's a pleasure. I'm excited to have the conversation because it's what I love to talk about. Yes, (laughs) me too. And typically I kind of bring in like the personal stories later on in the, in the interview and the conversation, but I feel like with your, everything that you do, I feel like there, the backstory is almost like required because you've, you've been through so much in your life. And so can you just kind of talk a little bit about how you got to where you are and how you kind of got onto this path of helping people reprogram their subconscious and all of that? Yeah, absolutely. So My journey is a really long story. That's why I wrote a book about it behind the screen. So behind this viewpoint of this lens of life of how you perceive other people's, how you perceive yourself. I struggled as a teenager. I went through, my parents got divorced when I was eight years old. My first relationship, I was in an interracial relationship. My family disowned me. The relationship I was in lasted nine very long years, which was an emotional roller coaster of just emotions that I didn't know how to properly process at that point in time in my life. So I have a passion for helping young teenage girls deal with heartbreak, deal with depression, anxiety, all of the things that teenagers have to deal with. I went through it all. Many stories I don't really care to share, but I do share them in the book just because I think that We need to let down the walls and 
embrace our inner spirit more and stop fighting this egoic, just, just badness of life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need to get rid of the darkness and spread more light. So that's my intention is to use my stories to help shine light on someone who may be struggling. I dealt with depression. I dealt with anxiety. I became a single mother at the age of 25. I left the father when my son was two months old and I've raised him on my own since he was born and he's now 15. Throughout that time, I focused on just my angel baby, I call him, and my career. So I um, started at an entry-level customer service representative with a very large manufacturing company in my hometown and quickly climbed the corporate ladder. I was hungry for more. I had a child to take care of on my own. I am just the type of person where I didn't want to need or want or ask anything from anyone. Even though I was on welfare when I started that job, food stamps, WIC, I went to churches to get clothes for my son and got a lot of hand-me-downs from friends. And it took a lot of work, but that's what it takes. You have to work for anything you want in life, I believe. And so I worked really hard. I climbed the corporate ladder. After 10 years, I was the general manager of a $100 million manufacturing facility unionized, by the way. (laughs) So we had over 300 union employees and I was a 35-year-old woman running the plant. And I did that because I was resilient and I took action and I was determined to be successful, to show my son and to show others that you can do anything you put your mind to. And it's not easy. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy being a single mom. I cried in my closet many times. I felt like I wanted to climb in a hole and just not do it anymore, but I had to. You know, we don't have that option. So, and now, you know, at when I was about 10 years ago, I started reading self development books and I started following Marianne Williamson, Mary Morrissey. I used to watch. Oprah's Super Soul Sunday, and just so many transformational teachers. And I started to dive into the science behind spirituality, as I like to call it, because I'm a very logical person and things need to make sense to me. And so when I started to look at neuroscience, quantum physics, psychology, I'm like, wow, this is powerful. And they don't teach this to the masses. They don't broadcast it on the nightly news. They don't teach it in school. And so it became my passion to learn as much as I could. Once I started learning, I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to share this with the world. I think more people need to understand the power that's breathing you and understand more of your mindset and the mind-body-soul connection and how powerful it is and how you can transform your life. And you don't have to stay in that dark hole of struggle. You can overcome. And so now that's my passion is to reach, teach, and transform over a million lives globally by helping to raise human consciousness and mental health awareness. I love it. I love it. Such an amazing story. And I like that you talk about the science behind spirituality, because I think that's kind of, and we've talked a little bit about this on the show, but I think that's kind of the, kind of where we kind of get this divide, right? I think some people feel like, you know, the spirituality realm was too woo for them. And I am all about the woo. So I I like the woo, the more woo, the better for me. But I know a lot of times that can turn people off. And like you're saying, you're a logical person. People want to know, like, logically, does this make sense? Or is this just a bunch of woo stuff that some hippie people make up, made up, you know? So I like the fact that you talk about that. So can you kind of talk a little bit about that, the the science behind spirituality and what what exactly that means? Yeah. So before I go there, I want to point out one thing. 
if you're religious or if you believe in a higher power, right? That would tell you that love is the answer, mm. right? Love, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So then why is there separation? Why is there hate? Why is there fighting and all the evil in the world? And so for me, I was raised Catholic. I went to church. I went to Sunday school. I learned to pray. I did the rosary with my grandmother when I grew up. But for me, it was hard to think that I'm praying to this God in the sky. It didn't make sense. Just that part. I mean, yes, I understand there's a higher power, but When I got into the quantum physics of it and realizing energy, energy is everything. I mean, just the way nature grows, the Fibonacci sequence, the golden ratio, the spiral of our DNA. I mean, just all of it is so magnificent and beautiful that if you take it to the scientific perspective, then it makes sense. And then it makes sense to say, well, why are we dividing ourselves by having different religions? Just because you believe in one religion, I believe in a different. Why is that dividing us? Because it shouldn't. The whole concept is to bring everybody together. Exactly. The whole concept is to understand that we come from one source, one creation. We're all the same. It doesn't matter what region of the world you were born into and the skin color associated with your physical being. But ultimately, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. So when you connect to that, it's like, oh, okay, this makes sense because we are born into this physical body and we're going to leave the physical body. And what are we really here for, guys? Are we here to fight and compare and judge and suffer? I don't believe that is the case. I believe we are here on a spiritual journey of evolution, of consciousness evolution. Well, what's consciousness? I read a book by uh, Neville Goddard, highly recommend. Anybody, if you're looking for some answers in life, look up Neville Goddard and read some of his books because he actually puts the twist to the Bible and scriptures to kind of make it logical for some people. So whatever way you learn about the truth about yourself and the world, it is what it is. But the ultimate agenda is for us all to come together. And to focus on light and love and growth and evolution and overcoming our darkness, overcoming the faulty programs that have been passed on to us for generations, because this is a supercomputer in your mind. Your brain is a supercomputer. We just haven't figured out how to tap into its infinite power yet. Do I think that some people hide that from us? Yes. I believe that we are not taught the power of our mind. You know, there's 7 billion people on the world. You have to have some kind of control in whatever way, shape, or form you want. But the truth is we have the power. And you, when you connect to your inner power, you love yourself. You vibrate at a higher frequency. You realize that everything's energy. And so then you can start to understand the energy that you're giving off and the energy you're picking up from others then you can learn how to shift and work with that energy in the present moment. Because that's what every spiritual teacher tries to teach you is the power of now, Mm -hmm. right now. That's all we have. You can't control the future. You can't control the past. What we have is right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a good point. And it's, 
I'm glad you brought up Never Goddard too, because it's such a good, it's so good. I feel like when we, when my husband and I read, have read, you know, a lot of his stuff and it's like, okay, now this puts it into different perspective. Cause same, we both grew up, you know, in the church and everything. And it's, it's definitely puts it into perspective where it's like, it's not a bunch of like woo new age stuff or whatever people call it. Like there is, I mean, it just like, I feel like, like you're talking about looking at nature. Like, I think that just proves it. Like everything is made with such precision and with such order, like there is an order to everything that that was created and everything that's happening. So I think you can't look at it without connecting the science to it. Like it's one in the same, like it doesn't have to be separate. Yeah. To me, I would say, and I don't like to, I don't like to point or define things, but to me, the science proves Absolutely. the spirituality. Totally. hundred percent. So it's kind of like, well, don't look at this as woo woo because yeah. it's scientific. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. just teaching what other people have believed right. from stories passed on. Right. And I believe all those stories a hundred percent. And I believe all of these things happen and your belief creates your own reality in, in the end anyway, but it's not woo woo. It's science and scientific breakthroughs are incredible what they're learning. Yep. Even just the observer effect. I mean, mm-hmm. that up. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's so good. And we heard just, this is like going off on a tangent that I wasn't really planning on going right. to, but we were just watching. I don't you fellow, if you know Joe Dispenza, we've been doing yeah, one of his workshops him. and he, and my husband and I were just talking about this, where we were just watching this thing on Gaia, um, this interview he was doing. And, and my husband was like, like this, uh, just exactly what you're saying. The science proves it because that's mm-hmm. what he does. He's a scientist. He's a neuroscientist. He's like mm-hmm. studying brain waves and electromagnetic fields and all yep. of this, where it's like, there's, you cannot just prove that. Like it's literally science to back this up. And it's, that is proof in and of itself. Like it's, yeah. Yeah. I listened to Dr. Joe Dispenza's book, Breaking the Habit of mm. Being Yourself. And Good that one. really got me on the trajectory of researching neuroscience. Yes. And looking into the power of your mind mm-hmm. and beliefs, the placebo effect. Yep. I mean, you yep. can't argue with facts exactly that have been proven. Right. He's doing workshops, four-day workshops, meditation, where they're measuring their brainwave yep. frequencies and proving that you can reach gamma waves yes. and that those are healing waves. So people are learning how to heal themselves without drugs, without surgery. And the power of the mind. I mean, it is. That's what it is. Yeah. I recommend if you're listening to go get Neville Goddard and then go look at all of, I've read all of Dr. Joe Dispenza's books and read all of them. Like it's just going to blow your mind. (laughs) Agreed. And I love to hear that you watch Gaia because I'm like the biggest Gaia person there is. Oh my gosh. I'm going out to the Gaia sphere in July to see Dr. Bruce Lipton and Greg Graydon. Oh my gosh. We love them too. So we went to a workshop. Dr. Joe Dispenza's workshop right before all the COVID stuff hit. We like made it just in time where everything shut down. And we went to, we just went to one day. We didn't do the whole, actually two days. We didn't do the whole week, but Bruce Lipton was there. Dr. Greg Braden, all of them. We only got to see Dr. Joe because we just paid for the two days, but it was like, oh my gosh, I love all of them. I've read their books too. There's just, and Gaia, we're obsessed with Gaia. So yes. (laughs) I want to be your friend. (laughs) (laughs) You can be my friend. I want to be your friend. Everybody go look at Gaia TV too. Y'all like enlighten yourself. Yes, please. (laughs) Enlighten yourself. Oh my gosh. We like go down the rabbit hole too. Like we start, we're like scrolling and like find something and then we end up like something totally different. We didn't plan. Like it's just, it's just so, it's so cool. All of this stuff on Gaia is so cool. I love it. But that's why I love all this stuff that you talk about too, because we're talking about like, you know, the science and everything. 
So when we're talking about like you're, you, you mentioned like getting stuck in programming and conditioning and stuff, and this is a huge thing for people. And, mm-hmm. you know, what holds a lot of people back from making changes in their life and getting out of like patterns, right? Yep. So can you talk a little bit about, I guess, kind of being able to recognize when you're stuck in a pattern and how you can kind of uncover because it's, it's on a subconscious level, right? So it's not as, as easy as just like, oh, let me just make a quick change. Like it, it takes some work. So yeah. I guess let's talk a little bit about that and how to recognize when you're in these and, and what it looks like to kind of uncover these unconscious behaviors. Sure. So in my book behind the screen, I teach a seven-step life timeline system of transformation. What's the life timeline? It's from birth until today. So I'm 40 years old, so I have a 40-year life timeline. And what people don't realize is the power of the subconscious mind. It's a su- the supercomputer, and its job is to store, retrieve, store, retrieve. Okay. Well, from zero to seven, as Dr. Bruce Lipton explains, you're basically programmed. Your brain is a download of everything in your external environment you're picking up because you're in a theta brainwave frequency. For adults, theta is like meditation. That's why people meditate because they're more open to intuition and lots of other things. But kids from zero to seven are operating in theta, which means their brain is a download. So they're downloading everything. What people don't realize is as we grow into teenagers and everything else, the memories, experiences, emotions are programmed in your subconscious. So you grow into being an adult and you start to get into your habitual day-to-day doing what you do and you're just living your life. But you don't realize that you have these unconscious behavior patterns and some of them are self-sabotaging habits. Okay, so now I'm an adult and I realize that my unconscious behavior pattern is I run away. Mm-hmm. Or I shut down. If I find out, like if I haven't been, I've never been married. And uh, because I'm being, I was a single mom, like I didn't devote my time to trying to find a partner. I was just living my life. Mm-hmm. But what I did realize is that anytime a guy would come around and I would get one red flag, lose my phone number, boom, I'm out. Okay. I don't even give anybody a chance mm-hmm. because. I've built walls around my heart from being hurt so many times and from pulling myself up off the ground so many times and having to survive. Mm-hmm. I learned how to survive, but I didn't realize that I've built these defense mechanisms that are inhibiting me from finding a real partner and having the love that I really yearn for. So there's a subconscious behavior pattern. Now, take it a step further. I've been in a relationship for two years, the best relationship I've ever been in. And I still notice my unconscious behavior patterns of just like, screw it, you know, I'm done. And it's just so quick and easy for me to do that, but it is a pattern. So everybody has their patterns. You know, maybe you scream at your kids. Maybe you get triggered when somebody comes around and you flip out. Whatever your pattern might be, emotional eating, drugs, alcohol, there's all kinds of them. Usually it's rooted from some point in time in your childhood. So step one of my seven-step system is to tag it. So I'm going to, in my day right now, when I notice my thoughts and I start to notice my own way of reacting, I can tag it and say, okay, I think I might be contributing to the downfall of this relationship, or I might be contributing to these issues at work. Or I might be contributing to passing faulty programs onto my kids because this is a program. It's a supercomputer in your head. So you tag it. Step two is to go back in your life timeline and remember, this is remember it. 
when was the first time I was introduced to this type of behavior, this way of thinking, or this way of reacting? Maybe it's because I was went through so many things that I developed this. Maybe it was my caretakers, my parents, my siblings, my friends who did this, and I, I took on this way of thinking and this belief pattern. It's usually rooted somewhere back in your life timeline. So you go back and remember it. And then step three is to feel it. What we don't do, and we are not taught how to deal with our emotions and our feelings, which are the everything of life. It's like the magnetic energy of life is your feeling. Most memories are associated with a very impactful emotion. And that's why you remember that particular memory. Some memories or emotions are so impactful, traumatic events that your subconscious might actually delete it. And you might not even remember what happened. So there are so many adults literally masquerading around as children. That's what Dr. Shafali always says. I listened to her in a speech one time. She said, we're just all a bunch of adults masquerading around as adults. Mm -hmm. That's the right way to say it. (laughs) And so we have these unsettled emotions. We have these experiences that have shaped our character and define how we react in situations that might not be serving us. So let's not allow it to continue to limit our growth or continue to limit our love and relationships. Let's deal with it. And so I teach the system of how to go back, remember it, feel it, flip it, release those emotions that are still carrying around. You know, I used to say, I feel like I got a black cloud carrying or following me around. No, it's just unprocessed emotion because we're energetic beings. And so I'm carrying that unprocessed emotion with me. I got to get it out of my energy body. So I teach people how to release it, reprogram and resonate. Reprogram your mind, resonate in the energy, because everything's energy, of what it is you want, rinse and repeat. So I introduce this seven-step system in my book behind the screen, but then I also offer a supplemental coaching program called Master Your Mind, Heal Your Soul that takes you through these seven steps on a deeper basis with a coach so that you can go deeper into those thoughts, feelings, emotions, get rid of that baggage, overcome the crap that's been following you around so that you can then create a life that you really love. And it's not woo-woo. It's for real. I've been doing it for a decade or more. So I've validated the system and many other spiritual teachers, even from ancient religion or ancient whatever, civilizations have been doing this work. So it does work, but the most powerful thing is your belief. Your belief shifts everything. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, and I like that you pointed out about the, because I think that's the other important piece is the emotional piece. You're talking about emotions, like, and everything is energy. Like emotions are energy in motion. Like they're supposed to keep going. Like they're supposed to stay in motion. And when they don't, when they get stuck is when it's the problem. And again, it's not woo with science. Like it is, that's literally what it is. It's attached to an energetic vibration. And then that's what gets stuck in your body. So I think that's a huge piece. And I like that you offer, you know, you offer the book, obviously for like this kind of a self-guided part, but then the coaching part, because sometimes it takes an objective viewpoint And it takes like an objective perspective on things to see things that you don't. And I think that's important for a lot of people to get through, you know, kind of work through their own stuff. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it's hard to work through things like that on your own, because Mm -hmm. like you said, you don't see another's perspective, but you know, you have a coach that can help walk you through and support your journey and guide you in how to do this and effectively 
overcome those patterns because I mean, there's a lot of stuff. There's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff in our past that we haven't dealt with, but it'll just, I don't want to say haunt you, but you carry it with you right. until you release it. And, right. you know, even forgiveness is so important. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And that kind of leads me to what I wanted to ask you next. Just, I like to give kind of some tangible things people can take away from, from these episodes. So I guess, what are some things that people can do? Because I know obviously you outlined it in the book, but if somebody wanted to do something like today, I'm listening to this, I want something tangible I can just do today. What are maybe a few things that people can do to kind of get on that path where you're uncovering these things and kind of starting to reprogram? Yep. So the first step is to notice what you're noticing. Just notice your thoughts. Begin paying attention to your way of thinking today. So say, okay, today is May 31st. I'm going to start to notice my way of thinking in every situation. What is that doing? That's going to raise your level of consciousness. Okay. And we are oftentimes unconscious for most of our life. We walk around on autopilot. Now, if you don't believe that, then just pretend like when you go get in the car and you go to drive your car, do you actually have to consciously thinking about putting it in reverse, stepping on the gas pedal, turning the wheel? You do all of that stuff unconsciously. Same with tying your shoe, brushing your teeth. You're not consciously thinking about those things. But what I do want you to do is start to become more conscious of your way of thinking. So for instance, maybe you go to work and something happens at work. Just start to notice your way of thinking in certain situations and around certain people and start to notice if you have negative thoughts or a negative way of thinking and just notice it. Do the same thing tomorrow and for the next week. I have a downloadable little worksheet that I I give as a free resource that you can download and you can track your thinking for a week. And then after you're done doing that, I want you to take it a step further and start to notice your feelings associated with those thought patterns. This is just ga- this is raising your level of consciousness to your way of thinking and feeling because the law of cause and effect or the results formula is your thoughts create your feelings, your feelings create your actions, and your actions create your results. So if you want to change your results in life, you have to get really clear on your way of thinking and feeling. So just notice your thoughts, notice your feelings around certain people within certain circumstances and start to notice if there's a pattern. When you notice the pattern, tag it and then go get my book. <laughs> I love it. That's perfect. That's all. Yeah, that's great. It's a good start. And then the rest is in the book. Well, and I love that. That's such good advice because and I talk about this all the time. People, my listeners probably get sick of me talking about it, but awareness is like the most important thing. And I talk about it all the time in terms of, you know, for me, I'm more like, you know, with nutrition and wellness, but it's with anything. Cause I have a similar thing with my clients when I first get started is I have like a, it's a food journal, but it's not like a typical food journal. What's like, Oh, let me just write down what I ate. But it's like, what did I eat? How did I feel before I ate? How did I feel after? Let me think about later. What, what was my state of mind? So it's, it's like, you're saying, you're tracking your thoughts. You're keeping track of your thoughts and the emotions associated with all that. It's just building that sense of awareness because we can't change what we're not aware of. Exactly. And so it's just building that sense of awareness, which I think is like one of the most powerful things you can do is to build that sense of self-awareness. And then like you said, then, then you can get, you can tag it and then get on that trajectory of, well, now I, I know what to do to change it. Right. But you have to be, it's just like root cause problem solving. I'm a Six Sigma black belt, a lean manufacturing expert guru when it comes to continuous improvement. So I go into companies and I teach them root cause problem solving. Mm -hmm. Well, how do you get to the root cause of something? You got to figure it out. You got to continue to ask why. You got to dive deep into 
what's happening, what are the effects, what's causing this, right? And so it's the same thing with our lives. You got to get to the root of the problem. Usually it's rooted in your subconscious program. Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. But the good thing is neuroplasticity, we can rewire our supercomputer. You can fire and wire new synaptic connections and you can reprogram this thing. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that was going to be my next thought. Do you have any, I guess, what are your best, like, I don't know if methods or techniques are the right word, but like, do you, what are your best, what practices do you have like personally that really help with this? Like, are you big on meditation? Are you big on like, what are your kind of mindfulness techniques to kind of help rewire things? Sure. So hypnotherapy Mm -hmm. I have found is really big in even identifying subconscious memories, Mm -hmm. I guess, that still that you're not aware of consciously. Mm -hmm. So I did a few hypnotherapy sessions. And when we went back and I remembered certain memories and healed those memories in my subconscious at that point in time, I didn't even realize that that stuff was still bothering me. Right, right. So hypnotherapy is a really good resource. Exercise is huge for me just for my state of being, which I need to do more of. (laughs) (laughs) Meditation is always a big one. Journaling is really good. Talking. I mean, just talking to someone because your words give life to your thoughts. And so it takes another aspect when you speak something and you speak to other people about it. So talking is huge too. Yeah, those are really good. I love all of those. So I have one last question I want to ask you, but before I ask you that, can you let everybody know? Obviously, I'll have the link to your book, but can you let everybody know where the best place is to find out more about you and what you do and working with you and what it looks like to, you know, part of your program with coaching? Mm -hmm. So my book is available on Amazon and it's called Behind the Screen, Uncover the Truth, Connect to Your Power, Passion and Purpose by Carrie Schmidt. So go to Amazon. It's also available at all other retailers. You can also get a Kindle version. I'll be releasing the Audible probably in this fall. Uh, you can go to my website, which is carrie-schmidt.com, and you can find out how you can work with me. There's all kinds of free resources there as well. What else? Uh, Facebook, I'm at Coach Carrie Schmidt. And Instagram, I'm at Care Bear Schmidt, because that's my nickname. And I'm just so excited to my vision. I think I told you this in the beginning, reach, teach, and transform. So I'm looking to speak at as many events, conferences, high schools, colleges, companies that I can get into and spread this message. So if you're looking for a speaker and you want somebody who has the energy and enthusiasm to get the crowd roaring, maybe even bring a tear to their eye, then please reach out to me because I'm kicking off my book tour and it's going to be a year-long book tour and I plan on going all over the United States and hopefully some other countries. So reach out to me. I'm all for helping high school and college students as well find out how to connect to their power, passion, and purpose because it's so needed. and. I want to be a voice to help spread this message as much as I can. Well, and I think like you were saying before, like they don't teach this in schools. And I I felt like when I kind of started my own like personal development journey, it's like, this is like the most important thing. And they don't teach it in schools. Like you don't, you don't learn how to, you don't learn any of this. So I I think I love, I love your, your purpose and your message and all that. And I think it couldn't be a more important message for teenagers. And as they're like still developing their minds and figuring out who they are and all that, like, I, I just feel like that's 
such a huge transformational thing is to reach kids and teenagers. So if you're watching this podcast, please share it with the teenager. (laughs) Yes. Yes, please. And make them read the book. (laughs) Yes. I'm also going to be doing a buy one gift one. So if you buy a book looking to have people kind of gift a book and those gifts are what I'm going to use to hand out when I go speak at high schools is to give those kind of gifted from my audience, if you will. Um, to high school students. I love that. That's so awesome. Okay. I have one last question I want to ask you that I like to ask everybody. What do you think is the most important thing you can do to live with purpose? To live with purpose, be authentic and true to yourself. Don't worry about what other people think of you, how they judge you, how they see you. Just be yourself and be happy with yourself. I think the most important love is self-love. Because if we don't love ourselves and we're not authentic and true to ourselves, then we just end up projecting onto others. And we have too much projection and reflection, right? And so I think our consciousness, our spirit is here to grow and evolve in some ways. And if we're not true to ourselves, then we'll just continue to see the reflection of what we need to do to overcome that. Love that. I love it. It's so good. Thank you so much, Carrie, for sharing your wisdom and just for the message that you have and everything that you're sharing. So thank you so much. Thank you, Hope. I appreciate it. And I hope that your audience and listeners enjoy. Thanks for listening to Hopeful and Wholesome, y'all. If you found value in this week's episode, please subscribe on iTunes wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review to let me know what you thought. I love to know what you find useful in these episodes so I know how I can provide the most value I can to my listeners. And if you have topics that you want to know more about, I'd love to hear those as well. So shoot me a message on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. It's at the Hope Pedraza or visit my website, hopefulandwholesome.com. Thanks, y'all.